Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison here. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. I'm coming to you weekly now because God spoke to me to begin to train people in the ways of the supernatural. I focus on dream interpretation. I focus on the ability to hear God experience his amazing love and the power of healing as well. And I know that many people are walking through times right now that maybe you're struggling in your faith. Maybe you're struggling in your walk or maybe you're in a good place uh, and that you just need to go to this next level. But I want to share with you some things that God spoke to me years ago. Years ago, I began to pray out of desperation. And it was during the times of prayer that God would speak to me. And that's how I developed my ability to hear the Lord is out of desperation and in a place of prayer. And you don't have to press in and pray for hours and hours. God has designed us to where we can tap into, we can connect to the Holy Spirit at any given time. We can get a breakthrough in what it is that God has called us to do and what he's called us to be. So Lord, we pray this right now. I pray that you would release the power to pray. I pray that you would release a new anointing. I pray that you would release a new fire right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, there is a secret to the power of prayer. When I began to study it years ago, David Yonggi Cho is a South Korean Christian minister who founded Yoida Full Gospel, which is one of the largest congregations in the world at the time. I think it might still be in Seoul, Korea. And he also established a major prayer mountain and a prayer mountain movement that has actually changed the world and how people pray. And his secret was, I pray and I obey. And I thought, wow, that's pretty simple. So there's no real formula to it. And in previous trainings, I've talked about using the Lord's Prayer as a model. You can do that. I used to have to actually, because I'd be distracted, I'd go out for a run or a walk. And I still do this. I use the Lord's Prayer as a model to be able to pray. But also, I've moved into a season to where I'm using the ability to hear God as well as the Bible verses. So it's the ability to hear God mix that, you know, with decreeing the word and then also listening for those answers. So, you know, God wants to do something new. I'm going to actually lay down some tracks that you can roll on. It's not really a method, but depends on your gift mix, your personality, depends on the season of your life right now may vary and things may have changed over time in your process of maturity. Depends on where you are. There's no proper time or formula or model to pray effectively. What matters is that you connect with the Lord in a relationship. And also, it's important to do it with someone else on earth because we're to agree together. It will be done. Jesus told his disciples that parable. He shows them how to pray always. In Luke 18, Verse 1, he said, a certain town was a judge 
who neither feared God nor cared about people. Though he actually was listening to a woman, a widow of that town, who came to him every day with the plea, grant me justice for my adversary. Now, this is in Luke 18. And long story short, the widow kept coming back in this parable. Jesus was talking about prayer. Kept coming back day after day asking for justice. The judge finally gave it to her. And in verse 6, Jesus said this. Now listen, he said, to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones, that's you, who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and do it quickly. Now, I was decreeing that verse because I walked through several years of an affliction physically. That's why uh, the Lord actually grew me on the Internet. I became a stay-at-home prophet during that time. And I walked through some times, but I had to press in and pray. Now, there's no magical time. You know, Jesus actually got up early, Mark 135, very early in the morning while it was still dark. Jesus got up. He left the house and went off to a solitary place to pray. You know, to pray effectively is find your time. My wife said she's not a morning person. You know, I have the morning shift. She has the night shift. So maybe you're a stay-at-home parent and and uh, you have kids. My goodness, any time to pray, uh, you know, or maybe you have a full-time job or maybe work at several jobs to make ends meet. I'm telling you, there is no one specific time, but there is a time. Maybe you can pray on, in California, we call it the freeway prayers and praying on the way to work or whatever it might be. But here's what I want you to, is to keep in mind. Do not make a laundry list of your needs all the time. We can spend time with God, get to know him better, read the Bible, watch some positive YouTube videos. I've got some out there if you need them. Sign up for my daily prophetic words. Get the positive things going. But here's some steps to help you to pray more effectively. Get real, first of all. Get open with God and speak to Him from your heart. Be like a person with a conversation with a father or a friend. I had to actually put a chair down in my years ago because I couldn't connect. I, I had no way to do that. I didn't have the ability Based on some things that had gone on in my life, I, I had to actually begin to put a chair down and, and begin to speak to God as if he was a father in the room with me. Now, get a list of Bible verses that have meaning to you or back up what you're asking for. This is important because if you decree a thing, it shall be done. Write down some prophetic words and promises God may have been speaking to you over time, especially the ones that have not come to pass yet. And then, be like the widow at Luke 18, continue to ask. I tell you, when I was walking through some times, I needed healing. I would get breakthroughs and healings, but sometimes it wouldn't take. And I would press in like the widow. In fact, I would say, Lord, I come to you again today. Uh, another verse in Luke 11 talks about shameless audacity. That's why God wants you to pray this way. Keep a record of your needs also, how God answers him, that will actually encourage you. So you can actually be in a place where you're praying continually. In First Thessalonians 5.16, 
the Apostle Paul says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Uh, that is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So I'm constantly in prayer. In fact, I forget. My wife's always saying, hey, did you know we're in public and you're praying in tongues? You know, and I said, I don't know. I didn't realize it, but it didn't matter. I don't care. I'm just trying to get things broken open or, you know, I'm trying to just stay connected with the Lord. I know sometimes you got to not do that, especially at work. But you can use worship songs. You can use the Bible. You can pray things back to the Lord. Go beyond just asking for your needs to be met and connecting with the Lord in a tangible way. Now, Jesus has this prayer model in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Here's what I want to show you where I learned to pray this way. It's using the Lord's Prayer as a model. In fact, for a number of years, I use this like I go out for a walk or a run. And you start to run on the track. And I would say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. I'd start out praising God. Hallowed be your name. Lord, I thank you for your goodness. I'll begin to worship him. Next line. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Invite heaven into your day right now on earth. As it is in heaven. Lord, right now, I pray that your kingdom would come in my life. I pray that your will would be done today in all those aspects of heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no, there's no anger in heaven. Bring those aspects into my life right now. You go on further. The next line in the Lord's Prayer model is give us today our daily bread. List your needs here. These are where I'd stick in my request. You know, we have some financial needs or maybe there's something going on that, you know, there's some healing needs. Stick them in right here. Then forgive us our debts or forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Repent of any sins here and also forgive others. That's the key. Forgiveness is the key. Even if you don't agree with what the person did, forgiving someone will be very powerful for you. Next line, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Request now power over the Satan. Lord, we ask now. I pray, Lord, if there's some you know, sin or there's something in my life, I pray that you would deliver me from that in Jesus' name. And so I learned to do this back in the 1980s from Larry Lee, who developed the prayer model for you know, praying the Lord's Prayer. And it's like a track you can run on. Then again, we want to now bring this up to date. And some days I, I pray that, other days I don't. Some days if I just have extra time, I use that. But today, the most powerful thing that we're seeing today is declarations of God's word. And Job twenty two twenty eight says that if you decree a thing, it will be established for you so that your light will shine on your ways. Choose some Bible verses or prophetic words that God has spoken over you and begin to pray them. Here's one that I did. Proverbs 17, 22. I declared the joy of the Lord over my body and the healing of my spirit. Now, the, the actual verse is a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries the bones. Lord, I pray for joy so that my bones are not crushed, that my heart is not broken. One of my favorite ones is Psalm 103. Verses 3 through 5. The verse is, 
who forgive he's talking about God who forgives our sins, he heals all our diseases, he satisfies our desires with good things, and our youth is renewed like the eagles. I decree, declare full healing and restoration of my energy and my youthfulness be restored. Proverbs three, five through eight, I decree these every day over my life. The verses trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Shun evil. It will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. I decree right now the wisdom and the mind of the Lord as I humble myself and submit to you, Lord. Make my body healthy. And as you do this, keep in mind that it's not how much or how long you pray. It's the fact that you just get into God's word or do it. Be consistent. That's all that matters. You know, there's been seasons in my life when I didn't have time. I was praying at the side of the freeway or going to work. I'd pull over or take a lunch break and I would take a break. Don't work through your lunch. Don't work through your breaks. At least take some time to get up and pray. I'd print out a psalm or, uh, you know, ask the Lord to move in your life. And step in with shameless audacity is what Jesus said. And even if you can pray continually in your mind, there's an important aspect of prayer. You can't just do this on your own. You must also do something with another person. And this was the mistake I was making for a number of years is I didn't understand the fact that the agreement together is more powerful. And so once I got this down, I was able to get greater breakthroughs. Ecclesiastes 4.12 says one will be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Wow. If you're praying by yourself, you can be overpowered. If you're agreeing with someone, you can defend yourself. But if you get three going, you could actually be a powerful three-strand cord. And so one of the first things I did when I Back in 2013, I started to get, you know, an affliction hit me with Lyme and different things. I didn't know what it was. The first thing I did is I got a group of three people to come into agreement with me on text for five months, five or six months, just text prayers. And sometimes they get on the phone with me, but most of the time just come into agreement with someone else. And I'm going to come into agreement with you right now. Lord, I pray for each person listening. You know the situations. You know what it is that each person needs. I pray for a powerful breakthrough. I pray that you would speak, you would heal, that you would do the things that your word says, that you would restore our bodies like you did for me. You restored me. You healed me. And I believe that people won't have to wait as long as I did. I had to walk something out. But right now I'm believing that there's a breakthrough for you. Father, I pray that you would pull these things together. I pray that you would give us your power. Speak to us now in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.